The Eagles are coming. Okay, who can tell me where the title of the sermon came from? Nope, hold on. Who's that? Bilbo. Yes, Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. During the Battle of the Five Armies, during a time, hmm, during a time of great distress, as they looked like they were about to be defeated, it says, Bilbo looked around, he gave a great cry, he had seen a sight that made his heart leap, dark shapes, small yet majestic, against the distant glow, the eagles, he shouted, the eagles are coming. And then, at the end of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, in the return of the king, at the final battle before the Black Gate, the hobbit Pippin also found himself in a time of great distress, as it looked like the army was about to be overwhelmed, and it says that for Pippin, blackness and stench and crushing pain came upon him. His mind fell away into darkness, so it ends, as I guessed it would. But then it seemed some cry from a forgotten world long above. The eagles are coming. The eagles are coming. I love Tolkien. I love Hobbit. I love the Lord of the Rings. And in both of those stories, at the moment of greatest darkness, at the moment when defeat seemed absolutely eminent, and that there was no hope for rescue, as despair started to set in, the eagles are coming. The eagles are coming. Unexpected news of great joy rang out to those who were facing imminent and absolute death. There was an outside intervention. The tide was turned. And in both cases, the day was saved. So Tolkien actually invented a word for such moments in stories. He called them eucatastrophes. Eucatastrophes. We know the word catastrophe. You know, catastrophe means a sudden and unexpected turn for the worse. But, he, but the Greek prefix you means good. So a catastrophe is a sudden and unexpected turn for the good. And the eagles are coming is a catastrophe, A sudden and unexpected, unforeseen, unlooked for turn for the good. He described it as a sudden and miraculous grace. The joy of deliverance from beyond the walls of the world. And friends, that's the type of cry that we need today. Not the eagles are coming. Friends, the cry that we hear is also a cry of you catastrophe. Good news of great joy. We hear the words that the angels declared that first Christmas. Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 10. The angels said to them, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Friends, Christmas is a catastrophe. It's a good catastrophe. It is a sudden and unexpected turn for good to a people who were lost and hopeless in the darkness. In fact, the Gospel writer Matthew, he understood that the coming of Jesus was a fulfillment of this prophecy from Isaiah chapter 9. The people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. 
for those who are living in darkness, for those who are, are near defeat, for those who are facing death, for those whom it seems that there is no hope, there's a glimpse of joy. A light pierces the darkness. Unlooked for, unbidden, a sudden and miraculous grace appears. The light shines. The hope rises. Salvation comes. He is Christ the Lord. J.R.R. Tolkien, who was himself a devout Catholic, wrote, The birth of Christ is the eucatastrophe of human history. The eucatastrophe, the good turn of all of human history. For those living in darkness, defeat, and death, Christmas is the sudden and unexpected turn, friends, that we have been waiting for. The really good news of Jesus' coming is that He has come, and He's come for you to bring a eucatastrophe in your life. To give you a sudden and unexpected turn, a sudden and unexpected rescue to those who live in the shadow of death. Because maybe you're here tonight and you're facing a time of great darkness. Maybe you're here tonight and you're losing another battle or losing the same battle yet again. And you find yourself powerless to overcome. Hopelessness threatens to overwhelm you. Despair, you can feel it setting in. Friends, if so, God brought you here tonight to hear good news of great joy. A Savior is coming. In fact, a Savior has come. And He is Christ the Lord. Just as in Tolkien's stories, the eucatastrophe comes when otherwise everything would be lost. There's been an unlooked for intervention. And now we find, friends, that we too can be saved. Because the truth is, we all need saving. We're all losing the battle. We find ourselves regularly overwhelmed by temptations in our life, enslaved by addictions, inconsistent at best in our devotion. We're imperfect in our practice and we're apathetic in our love. Our religion, it can't reach high enough. Our devotion isn't consistent enough. Our strength is not sufficient and our love is just not great enough. Friends, we can't rescue ourselves. We need rescue from the outside. And Jesus came not to tell us what to do to save ourselves. He came himself to save us. It's as we sang right before this sermon. See what your God has done. Christ is born for you. See what your God has done. Friends, Jesus came not to give us good advice. He came to give us good news. He didn't tell us what to do. Friends, the good news is what God has done. And this is good news for us all. Not just good news for those who are triumphant, who are joyful, who have it all together. In fact, this is good news for those of us who are losing the battle. For overwhelmed, who are hopeless, who are powerless, who right now feel stuck in the darkness, who are at the end of their rope, at the end of their resources, at the end of of themselves. Friends, hear the good news. A Savior has come. A Savior has come. I bring you good news of great joy. A Savior who is Christ the Lord. As we sang, Christ is born. Christ is born for you. So friends, hear this announcement. Hear this announcement, maybe for the first time and maybe for the hundredth time, but tonight it's hitting you differently. And you understand it as an invitation. And you're recognizing this 
This is the good turn that you were hoping for. When all hope was lost, Christ coming to rescue you. Reaching you exactly where you are. Because, friends, Christ loves us enough to reach us exactly where we are. But he loves us enough not to leave us there. He lifts us by his grace. He forgives us for our past. He gives us strength for the future. A new life that begins now and continues forevermore. Friends, Christ's birth was the turning point of human history. And tonight can be the catastrophe, the turning point of your life. The sudden and unexpected rescue that you've been hoping for. Rescue has arrived. Christ is born for you. The question is, will you trust Him? Will you trust His freedom, His forgiveness? Will you trust and receive His victory or continue to battle for yourself and hope that maybe in your own strength you're able to turn the tide and to be victorious? But if you're ready for a you catastrophe in your life, Friends, I would love to talk to you and to pray with you after the service because this is good news. Good news of great joy for all people. A Savior has come. Christ is born for you. How will you respond to that news tonight? Let me pray. Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you for the truth of the songs that we're singing. Thank you for the truth of the message that we're remembering and hearing again. And thank you for the invitation that you have offered us. A Savior is born. A Savior is born. And He is Christ the Lord. Father, thank you for giving us the opportunity. For giving us an opportunity for a turn. An unexpected turn. To a good that we could never have asked for. And could never imagine. Lord, help us to turn to you today. In Jesus' name, amen.